This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Hola, Swifties. Como están? Did, did I get that right, Augustine? Eh, close enough. <laughs> as you guys notice, we have a special guest here with us, Augustine. You'll find out why in just a sec. But for now, we're going to introduce ourselves. I am Adam. I'm Diane. And I'm Sammy. And Augustine. Hi, Augustine. Hi, guys. How are you doing? All right. So, Hi. Augustine, we brought you in today as a very special guest because we want to talk about a hot topic, and that is bringing the Red Tour to the Latin American countries, of which you wrote a blog recently about, and that's why you're here as our expert, and we hope everybody loves that discussion in just a few minutes. We've got our little bit of housekeeping here to get through all the news and tour updates and things like that. So, Diane, if you could give us the news, please. All right. This week, Taylor Swift was nominated for two Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. They were f- uh, Favorite Female Singer and Favorite Song for I Knew Your Trouble. You can vote for her at Nick.com. The Kids' Choice Awards will air at 8 p.m. on March 29th on Nickelodeon. In in more award show news, Taylor was also nominated for three iHeartRadio Music Awards. She's nominated for Artist of the Year, for Country Song of the Year, for um, um, Highway Don't Care with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban, and the Swifties were also nominated for Fan Army. You can vote at iHeartRadio.com. The first annual iHeartRadio Music Awards will air on May 1st on NBC. And finally, on March 1st, Taylor attended a pre-Oscar party at the Montage Hotel in Los Angeles. Why was she there? Well, she was there. It was a Weinstein party. So because she made um, uh, The Giver, that's the name of the movie, um, She's now part of the Weinstein Company family and gets invited to all these things. Oh, okay. I've also heard rumors that she's going to the Vanity Fair after party tonight. Ooh. Yeah, I heard that too. I I, I almost didn't mean it like that, Sammy. I meant it more like, okay, so just here's a personal story for you that drives me nuts. Okay. Okay, so the Montage, as Diane said, is a hotel in L.A., specifically in Beverly Hills. Right across the street from the Montage is a restaurant called Mastro's where Taylor was actually photographed leaving, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, and these two this? buildings... When was this? Roughly a year ago-ish. Okay. Something like that. So, to give you an idea, these two buildings, the hotel and the restaurant, are face-to-face uh, across a small street. You could walk from one to the other in 30 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when Taylor was photographed leaving Mastro's, that restaurant, I was in the montage right there <laughs> across the street. <laughs> And you oh, had no Adam. idea. You I had so no idea until hours later when photos started surfacing online that she was 30-second walk from me. Well, your Swifty senses were not on. That's Come on, I guess Adam, not. And now, now she's at Montage, the place I was at, and she is not there. She just doesn't want to hang out with you. Clearly. Like she's just avoiding you. <laughs> <laughs> she's dodging me in L.A. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, but enough about me. Let's talk about Taylor. Well, she also had that song, right? I know it was not nominated to the Oscars, but she was nominated for the Golden Globes for, uh, what is it? Um, Sweeter oh Than Fiction. Sweeter Than yeah. Fiction, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that was through the Weinstein Company also. Yep, there you go. Okay. So, either way, Taylor looked lovely as always at the party. So, thank you for giving us the news, Diane. Sammy, can you give us our red tour update you know what's funny is the red tour i thought was like over for a while and like we we have updates every episode anyway (laughs) we said no more (laughs) updates and yet i've done them three times now yeah so sammy on on behalf of your your other organization you you work with t swift on tour would you mind giving us the red tour update please sure um tickets for both kuala lumpur and bangkok went on sale this week kuala lumpur sold out in 30 minutes and I was told that only Michael Jackson and the Korean group Super Junior have ever sold out a show in Malaysia, Malaysia before. Bangkok sold out in just over an hour. Both these countries are getting a Taylor show for the first time, so the fact that it sold out is amazing. Singapore tickets go on sale tomorrow, March 3rd at 10 a.m. Jakarta's tickets go on sale on March 7th. Manila tickets go on sale on March 13th. And the newly added Tokyo show go on sale on March 29th. Awesome. Thank you for that, Sammy. You are welcome. Oh, so we have a show that is going to go on sale this Friday, March 7th? Yes. Jakarta. You know what's fun, guys? What? Um, 
Adam here is that's his birthday. Oh. This Friday. Should we do a special recording on Friday then? No. <laughs> <laughs> Adam might have plans. And and believe it or not, I did not pay Diane to say that to all you guys. <laughs> no, he did paid it? me, but Should I you? forgot. <laughs> Sammy, or you, you haven't paid her yet. <laughs> that's what you you guys are funny, but thank you for that, Diane. My birthday is on Friday. Yeah, you're turning 26. 26 years young. Yeah. And I still do a podcast about Taylor Swift. What is what is my life? Awesome, um, obviously. Th- let's not go there because... <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for that, Sammy. Remember, guys, if you want up-to-date tour updates constantly ongoing all the time, be sure to follow T-Swift on tour on Twitter. They've got a brilliant account that keeps us all up-to-date with that. Sammy and her team do a phenomenal job. So, go bravo, follow Sammy. them. <laughs> what did you say, Augustin? I said bravo, Sammy. Oh, yeah. They do a great job. Phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So we haven't pulled a question off the Ask FM channel in a while. And, well, I, I made a commitment to do so, and I haven't been living up to that commitment. So I've got a question Fail, off the Ask Adam. FM channel. In the spirit of the Red Tour, since that's kind of the theme of this episode here, we got a question saying, Hi, Taylor Talk. I have a question to submit for the next podcast you do. My question is, if you were to give your very best guess about Taylor's next tour, what do you think the theme of it would be? This is a crazy question. Because, how, like, I don't even know. Yeah, Sorry. I don't even know. Like, like, how can you answer that without knowing anything about the new album? Yeah, we've. Like, it's I basically mean, the, what's ask, the theme of the new album first. Yeah, if you had asked us this two years ago, like our answer would have been completely different than what the tour actually was. Well, let's look at the evolution of tours. You start with the Fearless tour, and it's got that. Uh, High school, she's cheer captain. I'm on the bleachers type thing going. Speak well, now yeah. is, is well. Speak now is very fantasy and fairy tale. Red tour is much hotter and. I almost want to say more urban. Like Me there's too. a lot of like city yeah. feel to it. So if I had to give my best prediction, I would say Taylor's next tour is going to be very Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, kidding. Um... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Taylor there keeps her clothes are no on. I'm sorry. Here. <laughs> the ninjas are on its way, Adam. Anyway. Lies down on Taylor's <laughs> I just wanted a reaction out of you guys. Of course, I don't think it's going to be like that, but. I mean, I do think it's going to keep that edgy theme that the Red Tours got going versus the fairy I mean, tale thing. I don't think edgy. I mean, if you look at like how she did forever and always on the Fearless tour, I mean, she was throwing chairs and you know standing in the rain during yeah. Should have said no, and like they've all had edge. Yeah, it, innovation, and so, she always have liked surprises. Like she always mentions that she learns from other artists' surprises, like. You can tell if you go to a Brad Paisley tour, oh, wow, Brad Paisley, Paisley at some point goes in the back and sings a couple of yeah. songs. And if you, uh, she's even mentioned, um, oh, my God, I forgot this country group. But uh, the band Perry. Lady the band Perry. Uh, no, I'm talking about, uh, oh, my God, I forgot their name. I'm um, trying to think of other country groups. Yeah, well, they always do a surprise. Like Rascal Flatts? No, no, no. I was stuck. It, it's a duo, actually, and I can't. And uh, I have my finger on it. Thompson like, Square? No. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. Florida Georgia Line? Nope. More older than that. More famous than that. And I can't remember. Oh Tim McGraw and. Du- no, duo, duo, duo. No, not that. <laughs> I can't remember them. Anyway, oh. uh, you might have to cut this up. <laughs> I don't cut anything, Augustine. Oh, You're on okay. the spot right now. No, that's fine. Uh, so what happens is that she learns about the surprises that they do, and uh, and she says, "I love that. I love when they come up with something that nobody has done before." And and then I, it, it, it's she gets inspired by that. She doesn't copy it. She just thinks, "Okay, so what can I do to kind of like?" And nobody expected this, for instance. I remember on on uh, Better Than Revenge when that voice comes in and it was like, "What's going on?" And you see that just the uh, the line going reverberating with the with the with the voicemail. Hey, leave a message after the town if it's hot. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was awesome, and if nobody was knew what was coming, and after that, everybody knew what was coming. You know, I you know still what love I miss, that one. Though <laughs> I miss from the Fearless tour the little videos that were in between each of her set. She had the the crime scene one and the mm-hmm. like. I I love that, and I miss the videos. I hope that she brings those back. 
Well, that's one of the things that she's always done, right? Every, every time that she has to make a change, a stage change, she has something for you to do. It's not like, yep. okay, now we have to wait five minutes because they're going to like change <laughs> everything. No, she puts something on the screen. She puts a video. She, uh, she travels from one stage to the other. I'm still <laughs> while a fan of the, the wondering speak now with uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the stage sweeper and she popped up out of the stage. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Are you that talking so about cute. that was the stage sweeper was Fernando, right? Yes, yeah. Fernando yeah. Myro. Yeah. On on a fun note, he's with the uh, Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson thing now. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, there was a promo video Immortal. he posted uh-huh. on Facebook that showed him and he was doing one of those amazing things where he was like on a vertical bar and just holding himself up with his arms with his body extending straight out parallel with the ground. Oh my yeah, God. And crazy. and like folding himself in half and doing all kinds of crazy things like that. Good mm-hmm. for him. But I, I think that like what you miss from the last tour it doesn't necessarily predict what will come up on the next no, tour. No, definitely I think, not. I mean, I think she's we have obviously, to wait. she's trying to become bigger and better. So the chances of her going backwards and filling in the blanks from the previous tour is not very good. Right, and I think we just have to wait and see what this music on the next album is going to be, and then we can probably form some more accurate predictions. So I think this question was actually asked a little premature because we really have no idea at this point. Well, well knowing we Adam, have a this couple could be of, two years old, so, you know. <laughs> it, it's actually, this question is a month old. <laughs> no, it's okay. But when I'm saying there are common patterns, like she'll still keep the entire, it's not like what other artists, that she goes from small to big. So she will be her and a banjo, and then it will be the entire stage with people cling, clinging from the ceiling and all that kind of stuff. So those things will continue, like uh, especially for older songs. Like Love Story has had an evolution. You could actually see her from uh, from fearless to speak now to now how Love Story gets treated, right? It started with a very a very uh, fan, a fairy tale kind of aspect. Then it went, uh, it went like the closing anthem with love story, and just address about everyone uh, coming out. And finally, now it's uh, it's kind of gone steampunk a little bit. I don't, I know you. It's I don't know if you guys are familiar with that term, you know, with Ooh, all them like the people coming out with mechanical stuff, like they're dolls from a from a wind up box. Yeah, that was awesome. Hey, that next, was very cool. Next one, it might be acoustic. I would be down for that. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I Taylor doubt Swift. it, Sammy. Hey, I mean, she just has to play it. It doesn't mean she has to play it in a big, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. She just has to sing it. Yeah, it is what it is. So I, I just want to say thanks to whoever asked that question. It was an anonymous question on our Ask FM channel, uh, so I have no idea who asked it. But thank you if you're listening out there. I think yeah. we came up with some fair answers, considering it's very difficult to predict whatever Taylor will do. And on a random side note, something that came up in that discussion that I do want to uh, I I forgot to give Augustine this warning before we started recording. But about, well, several months ago, sometime around the time we started midweek episodes, which have since been defunct, (laughs) we stopped editing. So poor Augustine, he comes in halfway through and he's like, we should take this out. And you're like, no, we, we don't we don't do that anymore. Yeah. So so because I, I also want to make it clear for some of the new and old listeners as well that like what you're hearing right now is the raw conversation. We don't cut this. We don't edit it. Nothing. And I did want to give Augustine the warning. Please try and not use naughty language because it, it'll be left in there. Oh, my beep. <laughs> <laughs> no. no worry. Don't worry. I don't usually do that. Yeah, well, it's been a while since you were here in the studio with us, Augustine. It's been, yeah, it has been a while. I don't even remember the last time. I, have you been on since the All Guys episode, which was well over a year, or it's almost a year ago? I think over. so. I think so. Well, you forget, you forgave me for that time. That <clears throat> I'm sorry. No, I'm making it up. I'm making it up. <laughs> Sugarland. That's the name I forgot. Oh. Sugarland. Sugarland. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, they do big surprises in their concerts. Sorry, well, hey, that wasn't the with typical that, song. Sugarland did a all fan voted song tour, so we should do that, Taylor. There you yeah. go. <laughs> hey, Taylor's done crazier things. Oh yeah, <laughs> like playing all too well at the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? Awesome. Who does that? You know, just choose the. Give me the name of a song. I'll, I'll play it at the Grammys on request. It's like it's not big deal. It's just the Grammys. Exactly. <laughs> So let's get into our main discussion, which, as I mentioned earlier, is based on a blog post you wrote, Augustine, 
Uh, for those who don't know, Gustwin runs a fantastic blog called theswiftagency.com. So go check it out if you haven't already and you're not familiar with it. And he wrote a blog post on why Latin America is overdue for a Taylor concert, right? Or a Taylor tour, for that matter, go through multiple Latin American concerts. So real quick, briefly, since you're our special guest and you are the expert in this arena, can you just briefly ex explain your credentials, where you come from, and why you are familiar with the Latin culture? I come from there because I was born there and raised there. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Those are my credentials. Yes, I and uh, I just uh, arrived in Canada like eight years ago. So before that, it was Latin America all the way, and I've lived in Mexico as well. So you were born and raised in Ecuador, lived yes. in Mexico. Have you lived in any other Latin American countries? Uh, no, and Mexico is just was just uh, two years rarely. So but... so Mexico and Ecuador. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I, I just wanted to throw that out there so people understand that, that you're very familiar with that region of the country and everything, or region of the world. So, And mm -hmm. also, real quick, to define Latin America, are we talking everywhere from Mexico south? So Mexico, Central America, and South America? Is that what we're including in this? Yeah, Latin America is basically, uh, it both geographically and culturally, exactly uh, north of uh, of the U.S., right? Starting from Mexico, because it includes, it includes Brazil as well, because Portuguese is a Latin language as well. Mm -hmm. Just so we're clear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Perfect. Now that we got the definitions out there and we know what we're talking about, I, I do want to preface this by saying that I'm going to play devil's advocate throughout this conversation. Ooh. Basically, just throw some questions out that maybe some naysayers might throw out so that way we can counter them. And the reason I'm putting this preface in is because I want to make very clear my personal opinion is that if there are Swifties in these Latin American countries, they should get the opportunity to see Taylor in concert. That's my personal opinion. And I just want to throw that out before I, I start in, you know, asking questions about, well, why, or maybe, maybe this is a reason she shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Those aren't my personal beliefs. I just want to attack every aspect we can. Does that make sense? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I'm the same way too. I, yeah, totally. I wish all the time when I get tweets saying, you know, come to Peru, come to Taylor to Peru. Like I wish I could, get her there i really really do but i don't have any control over that right so i guess the first question throwing out is why why should taylor take her tour to latin latin american countries okay so i mean it's going to first sound very obvious that she has a lot of fans there but the point when I say Latin America and somebody say, well, she hasn't come to this other country, is that Latin America is a huge, huge continent, a huge part of the world. And it's actually a, a kind of a culture that actually that permeates everywhere. Like everybody knows someone that speaks Spanish or that comes from, Latin, from a Latin American country. It's... It's it's basically if you if you look at a map, it's like more than half of the entire American continent, right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking about a huge amount of the population and a huge amount of culture that is uh, that is all over the world as well. That has that some of it uh, have seen Taylor, and a lot of them usually invite them come come to Latin America because we love you there. And the the biggest the the biggest thing is that it's something that has already been discovered. Like on the article, I I, I mentioned uh, Queen was one of the first uh, groups that actually toured there. Groups are specific uh, specifically very very uh, very often to include as uh, Latin American countries in their tours. But also, uh, if we talk about younger uh, younger. For the younger audience, uh, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Jonas Brothers, Beyonce, well, Beyonce, yeah, etc., uh, etc. Et you also have Madonna with in 2012 with her M M NDA tour, and she also did the Girly tour in '93, and uh, the Dangerous tour, Michael Jackson in '93 as well. They've included them because it's a huge part of the culture culture of the world. So I'm not talking about a country. I'm not talking about a spot. I'm talking about an entire area that. Uh, Really, it's time for her to actually go there because she wants to be a worldwide artist, and you cannot say worldwide really without Latin America. So it's basically just a huge region she can't leave out. So why hasn't she been there yet then? It's uh, it's an interesting part. I, of course, we don't know the real reasons. 
we know that she has visited Brazil uh, she, and like uh, in, sept in September 13th, she, in 2012, she actually went and visited Brazil and, uh, and she performed very, like, it was apparently one uh, concert, but for, apparently she also performed in another venue. But both venues, you couldn't buy tickets for them. You had to be a member of a particular club. No, you couldn't. Or yeah, you I have remember to, that, actually. You, yeah, you, you, I you could have to uh, win them from a radio station. That's the only, like, a radio station say, I have, we have one ticket that we're giving away, and everyone was like, holy crap. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. So who are the people that got to go? Like, you just had to win them, or was it like a company or something? I think, if you... I remember correctly, it was something like how we have different credit card companies that offer rewards for their yeah. members, like pre-sale concert tickets, things like that. It was, it was something similar down there, right? Yeah, they yeah. used clubs and the use exclusivity which is a word that i particularly have a trouble trouble with oh, i hate that word i hate that word and so yeah they they went with that and uh, i i did a little article on that without trying to attack it too much because he the and i'll get into it when we have to get into it but you have to be very careful of how you phrase it when you say hey uh Taylor Swift should come to Latin America rather than why have you do, do you not come to Latin America? You cannot uh, just put that uh, like that, right? You have right. to be careful about it because the idea is you want her to come. You don't. You're not. It's not. Uh, it's not her obligation to be here, right? Right. And here's here's going to be me playing devil's ad yeah, advocate mm -hmm. again. Uh, so, like. Here's the thing is I take a look and I do have certain statistics about our audience here on Taylor Talk, which by no means is Taylor's entire audience or a small segment of her audience. But I would figure after, you know, roughly a million and a half downloads, we're a fairly accurate sample of Taylor's audience, right? Small segment of it that samples the larger group. Right. And when I look at our stats, our number one downloaded country is obviously the United States. Biggest audience right here. Two through six are all Asian countries. Number seven is the UK. Beyond that is a mix of Europe, Asia, Australia. Those are all mixed in. The first Latin American country doesn't appear in our statistics until 19, and that's Mexico, followed shortly after the 21th largest uh, country listening in to Taylor Talk is Brazil. Then beyond that, you don't see another Latin American country until 55, which is Argentina. So just looking at our own audience the latin american segment is actually the smallest segment of our audience and so i'm wondering do you think that might have to do like taylor's probably got even more detailed statistics on the larger scale audience on her audience like maybe she just doesn't find it a viable business option like maybe she doesn't think there is enough down there for her and again, don't get mad at me for saying this. No, no, Anybody no. from those South American countries listening, please oh, don't. Oh, oh. No. I know I can I can see the pitchforks and torches. Like, no, coming that's okay. After me but right now. I but, again, but at the same time, don't get mad for what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the reason I presented that is just simply throwing out one point of view and hoping no, that fine. we can counter it because I, like I said earlier, I do believe that Taylor should go where her fans are, and if fans want to see her, they should get that opportunity. That's okay. No, I do have a valid point, but at the same time, I'm going to counter a little bit what you've just said, right? I That's do what understand. I want you to. Please yes. prove me wrong. Okay, so <laughs> you have, yes, you said, well, the smallest percentage of our audience is South America. Number one, congratulations of having part of a South American uh, audience. I myself, if I look at my own stats, uh, Brazil comes in uh, like the first country from a from South America are about, I think it's a 13 or 14th position. Oh, okay. But and these are the stats from your blog, right? That's the stats from my blog. But okay, here's and the they're thing. 21 for us, so that's actually not too far off. Yes, but here's the thing. Uh, one thing that that the Taylor that the, the Taylor Nation from Latin America does is that they have their own stuff, right? So they have their they own blogs, their own clubs, and their own uh, perhaps podcasts or, or radio clubs. I remember the, Arge the, the, the president of the Argentinian club of, of uh, Taylor Swift actually uh, traveled to Miami to give her like a, like a gift from all, the, all, the, all of her fans in Argentina and invite her to Argentina. They have their own stuff as well. Taylor Swift, uh, there's a bunch of Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift Brazil sites that, uh, that do... Um, 
that do content, right? Uh, and uh, they have their own stuff made in Spanish, of course, in Spanish or in Portuguese, or uh, uh, or there are a couple of other languages that are, that that are included there. But uh, what I mean is. They, have, they make their own content, their own fan-produced content, their own fan sites, their own forums, blogs, and everything in South America related to uh, what they know, right? So, yes, there are indexes that perhaps they're not the highest in our uh, region because, of course, uh, one of my major ones is uh, United States. Actually, Canada comes in third. United Kingdom, for some reason, is higher. But... Um, they're based on the fact that we do this in English, and we do this, uh, we we present this in English Twitters and English accounts and English websites, and naturally, where most people are going to know us from the uh, Anglo Anglophone part, right? Mm -hmm. So that so I'm not going to to say necessarily that we are not as important to South America. We are because we they, we actually have part of their audience, right? But at the same time, I'm going to say they have their audience too. They have their own uh, pod. I don't know if there's a, like a South American podcast, but there is iTunes uh, in Latin America as well, right? And so they have, they have their, or they make their own content. Um, okay, that's a great, that's a great point. Mm -hmm. So they not, not, to, be, not to belittle there. you, because if I belittle you, I will belittle myself as well. But what I'm saying is, yes, of course we don't have, it's not going to be the highest because most of them are looking for content in Spanish and they have it readily available locally mm -hmm. to wrap okay. around that part. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's a fair point. So just summing up what you said there, they have their own fan sites and Twitter accounts and things that, mm -hmm. uh, that, that share their content in their native language. So therefore they don't need us as much. Yeah, well, they, but they actually include us. They're willing to include us. You have a, a, a segment. What I'm saying is, I'm not. I'm not telling you that they they're gonna kick you to the curve. Of course, they like you, but they have their own stuff as well. So okay. that's even that's even more of a reason, right? For, okay, that's a fair. That's a fair point. Mm -hmm. I I was just like I said, playing devil's advocate, looking that's at fine. it from a business perspective because Taylor's tour is in fact a business. It, it has revenue. It needs money to operate. It needs people buying tickets and things like that. To operate, and I, I was strictly looking at research numbers and figuring she has her research numbers as well. Yes, so, and if you go to Google and switch Google to Spanish and looks for Taylor Swift, there, there's your actual uh, revenue. There's your actual. This is what Taylor Swift exists from. It's not the fact that they listen to a, to your podcast or they go to my blog. It's the fact that they write their own stuff. And you will see clubs, entire clubs dedicated to Taylor Swift in Argentina and in Brazil and in Chile and in Ecuador. I'll mention my country as well. Of course, they have to. But uh, what I mean is, yes, they. I think it is, uh, it is financially convenient because it is already financially convenient. May I also add that Taylor's people, Taylor Nation, is aware of everything that latin america and south america have you know all those things that they have for taylor because you know they have done things where they've included taylor fans from that area of the world one of the taylor followers was from brazil she runs um taylorswift.br and it's a huge website and they are aware of that yeah okay, that's to a them fair too. point also mm -hmm. sammy yeah that was a fair point so where would taylor go in the Latin American countries, because obviously, like I think you pointed out earlier, Gustin, or maybe it was in our conversation before we started recording. I don't mm -hmm. even remember. They all blend together. But <laughs> um, I know at some point or another, you pointed out within this European tour. Yes, she went to Europe, but really Europe included several shows in the UK and one in Germany. It's it, true. And Europe is a whole continent with a ton of different countries. Yeah. And now, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say now in Latin America, they're, same thing, tons and tons of countries going from Mexico all the way south through South America. So what countries would she go to? Are there any that are centrally convenient the way like the UK was in Europe where people from surrounding countries could go visit? Is there anything like that in South America where she could go and do a few shows and at least satisfy a large percentage of those Latin American Swifties? 
Yes, but uh, just not to forget a point because I made actually a promise to one of my uh, one of my blog readers. Uh, I know that Europe is not completely covered just with UK and one uh, German uh, one one German show, one in Berlin, and that's it. Uh, I'm sorry, Dublin. So what happens is, yeah, I'm hoping that she also covers a lot more of Europe. I'm just going to say that and I'm going to go into your question just to know, just to let my blog reader know that I haven't forgotten her. But um, for South America, yes, there are major concert hubs that have been used before that have promoters. Um, and uh, it would be ideally, and I hope nobody hates me here, uh, Mexico, Brazil, Argentina. Chile, if possible, but at least uh, give me, because it's Mexico, North, Brazil, Central, and Argentina, South, you get all the three major hubs, and most people can travel to one of those countries, right? Uh, I, I could say Ecuador. We're a very small nation, so in Brazil is actually right next to us, so... Sorry, don't, don't, don't accuse me of traitor, of being a traitor. But the You're idea is a traitor is, to your own country, Augustine. Yeah. Well, the idea is well, I could, I could actually play Ecuador as well because play Ecuador actually works. In, uh, uh, its coin is the U.S. dollar. So there you go. Okay. No ratio there. Anyway, <laughs> and we're right, Ecuador. You know, right in the middle of the world. Anyway, <clears throat> that was my pitch. I'm sorry, Taylor. But uh, the idea is, yeah, at, at least cover, uh, basically, if you, if you do Mexico, you would cover, like, I know that Central America would be nice, but it depends on, and Mexico has the facilities. I know that Brazil has the facilities. No, Argentina has the facilities. Definitely Chile as well. Uh, but I'm basing myself, believe it or not, on the Michael Jackson tours and the Madonna tours which basically imply a very large state, uh, sorry, stage, and a, a group of dancers and a huge um, a crew, a team that requires trucks and stuff. So it has been done before. Okay? Right. So it is so, possible. It is possible. So, so here's the big million-dollar question, then. If it's been done before, if Michael uh, Jackson's done it, if Madonna's it done bring it, it if various other artists have mm -hmm. done it, and Taylor even did have one show in Brazil at one point, yes. what's holding her back? Like, I, I still haven't figured that out because now three tours in, she still at the very least hasn't announced any shows yet. This tour is obviously still going on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not sure if she will announce any more tour dates because, yes, you it's, know, it's what, what, risky. Asia's in June and that's getting dangerously close to album release time at yeah. the end of the summer, early mm -hmm. fall. Yeah, the focus completely changes and that's a danger, right? And uh, here's the thing. I, number one, Thank you for asking the question that way, because one of the things that I don't like is that it's it, there's a lot of speculation out in Twitter of why she hasn't toured Latin America, and people tend to imagine stuff that they shouldn't, right? Because we don't want to be counterproductive here. We don't want to imagine false reasons. We don't want to imagine sentimental reasons. The thing is, with every tour, and I spoke a little bit about uh, on this on the uh, during the uh, during the when I wrote the, the blog is. Uh, you need promotion. And the reason why you need promotion is to cut down on the tour expenses. Please don't go into the thinking, oh, well, Taylor is millionaire, she could pay everything. You have to have a successful tour in order to have a next tour. We're not interested in somebody that is, that is throwing a, a tremendous tour and is making up numbers and actually is actually just uh, is, is spilling money. No. We want tour that actually is financially con um, uh, profitable right yeah so what we uh, so you need a promotion that was good that's why you see all this cornetto stuff related to southeast asia and the idea of promoting taylor swift depends a lot on the uh, perception that taylor swift has in that country and i probably and unfortunately there's two perceptions there's the perception of their fans the public and there's the perception of the critics the professional people that are a lot more involved in the process that hear Taylor Swift and still think, you know, um, oh, who, that country girl? They don't think uh, of Taylor Swift as Taylor Swift now with, you know, Red 22 
we, we are never ever getting back together. They think probably still of Taylor Swift uh, on Tim McGraw or uh, in the Fearless album. So we're talking about there's uh, sometimes, especially with critics that have been uh, in their business a while. And I'm not trying, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to, 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 to say that critics in South America don't know their stuff, but I'm worried about promoters and I'm worried about the professional people inside the business that don't have the, an updated perspective on Taylor Swift. And the only reason why I say that is because there's a lot of people in North America, US and Europe that sometimes do not have an idea that Taylor Swift is on her fourth album going fourth, what, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> and and she, they still perceive her as, oh yeah, she was that girl that that uh, Mr. Kanye West interrupted. And I'm very being, and I'm very being liberal with the word Mr. Uh, <laughs> back in, in 2009 at at at, at the MTV uh, Music Video Awards. It's not, we know it's not her, but sometimes, you know, kind of like people don't keep up because it's like, well, it's not my thing, so I'm not going to listen to it. So that's fine. But uh, it's funny how a lot of people have kept up with her rumors of romancers and not her actual achievements now. She has been career. the BMI songwriter of the year. Uh, how many years in a row? I think she was three years in a row. Yes, she missed one year. I don't know if she was the one this year, but she keeps getting awards and accolades and all of and. And the ones that come from the from the mainstream media, like the Choice Awards, sorry, the Kids Choice Awards, and the uh, all, all the all the Fox Teen Choice Awards and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. uh, they have its value for promotion and for exposure, but not. Uh, but I prefer like the CMAs and the Grammys for for actual merit. Right. Right. Or at least. But then quality. the question with that mm -hmm. is, then why do artists like you know Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez and you know obviously they are very very talented artists, but they aren't recognized by award shows like the CMAs, like the Grammys, like Taylor is? Why do they welcome those artists who are well, mostly acknowledged by Nickelodeon? Sammy, Sammy, I actually have something to say to that. Um, and it kind of actually references something Augustine was talking about with promoters and things like that, that it takes a lot to fund a tour, and that's sponsorship and endorsements and things like that. Here it was sponsored by Keds, uh, among others. And you know, Coke, Diet Coke. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Diet Coke. I, I try to forget that one because um, I can't stand Diet Coke. So but, American well, greetings. Well, hang, on, hang, on, hang on a sec, Sammy. Let me, let me finish this thought real quick. And, you know, we had CoverGirl on the last tour, right? Yep. Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato both have hispanic origins correct yeah. right right so is it possible that there are certain brands that are able and willing or willing and able to sponsor their tours in the latin american countries because they represent that latin american culture being of latin american descent themselves where taylor's face just wouldn't fit like because you have to think in terms of these endorsements and sponsorships as well because there has to be something in it for them because CoverGirl sponsored the speak now tour because they thought taylor swift could help them sell product right and same thing with keds and and diet coke yes but um, uh, specifically specifically keds because taylor wears them herself and she sold a ton of keds i mean she put them back on the map i forgot that company existed until taylor sponsored or they sponsored taylor and so i i guess i gotta pass off the question to augustine i who, have who might be more answer. familiar with the culture to figure <laughs> out can taylor swift sell product in these latin american countries Yes, but actually, even before touching that, I'm sorry, Adam, I'm going to kind of like change your question a little bit, but I will answer it. I will just let you know one more thing, because you're talking about sponsors, sponsors, sponsors. Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez are both Disney stars, and that name is very heavy here because it's also very heavy in, in Latin America. Latin America has Disney in Spanish. They run the shows that feature Demi Lovato and they feature uh, Selena Gomez in translated to Spanish in the TVs, in the cable stations in Latin America. So Those they're more recognizable. Already, they already than... have exposure. Okay. Exactly. They already have exposure over there. 
They know what who about they Justin are. Bieber? You have products already translate. Yes, also Justin <laughs> Bieber, because it, it's it's an easy one. It's an easy one. It it it's they are the height of popularity, and when they're kids, promoters go, oh, okay, so if kids love them, oh, for sure. Taylor has gone into that area of teenage stardom even further now in merging into young woman stardom young woman come over here <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, and it's in and, and it and there's n there's nothing that she um well there's of course her music and her videos but what i'm talking about is for instance she doesn't have the like the tv exposure that the disney stars do and Justin Bieber has done a couple of things for Disney. Well, even Taylor Swift did a couple of things uh, for Disney uh, back in the day, not necessarily as a as a full-on Disney star, but she's on a certain videos for Sing It from Disney and stuff like that. But um, and going back to to a little to Adam's question, can she sell product? Perhaps that's the biggest question of them all, right? Uh, what product would Taylor Swift be selling? She has, uh, she has, CoverGirl, it does go to South America as well, but they focus a lot more of trying to, uh, to, to use models that are local to the, to the area, to the region. So from, a, from, a, from soap operas that run over there and stuff. But they also do, do like everybody knows in South America who Ellen DeGeneres is as well, <laughs> right? And things like that. And of course, uh, Sofia Vergara, <laughs> I wouldn't mention, right. I would not mention her. Um, so yeah, I think she can sell product, but I also uh, one of the things that, uh, and I don't know if we've uh, been talking about, uh, if we touched this just yet, that I want to mention is that people in Latin America, and I'm and, and this is the part in which I have to tell Adam to hold me back for any political entanglements. Oh boy, here <laughs> is, we go, guys. All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna get ready to tackle you. If, yeah, uh, football <laughs> style. That, uh, a lot of people in, in in North America and Europe do not know that the, for a person who was born in Latin America to travel to a different country, uh, they required a lot more. They, there's a process for them to get a visa. There's not the idea of a visa is like, for instance, if I want to go, if I want to go somewhere, because of my Canadian passport, I can. If as an Ecuadorian. I, if I wanted to go, if I was still living in Ecuador and I wanted to go to Nashville, I probably could have, but I need to have my an American visa in order to travel over there. And American visas are given based also on on, on a lot of uh, your economic attainability. Uh, no, that's not the right word. Uh, your basically the your what's your the idea of your finances, right, and stuff like that. So well, for Augustine, people, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you just you're changing gears right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. From from acquiring sponsorship for a tour so it can actually be properly funded and go to the Latin American countries to now I believe you're you're presenting a point of why the Latin American Swifties have trouble getting to other countries and it should be in the Latin American countries so they have the opportunity as well. Is that kind of where we're going now? Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of switched years in a moment. It was my over anxiety. <laughs> you, you you got a little overzealous there. Yeah, because I, I, I forgive me if I, I'm going back again. I'm just still kind of curious if there no, is okay. one particular company in the Latin American countries you could think of that would make a viable sponsor. Because, like I said, her tour would need a sponsor in order to tour there to fund the tour and in order to get a sponsor the sponsor mm -hmm. has to believe that putting taylor's name on it can sell their product well wouldn't coke do it too because yes. I mean, coke is everywhere and, yeah, and, coke sure is in South she already has but and i think that has enough of a fan base now that they would still be able to sponsor it in a country like brazil like mm -hmm. i think that i think that that's translatable enough that you know cad's american greetings um, Diet Coke. I think that they could all still go with her. I don't know that they would. She would need different sponsors. Do you, Augustine? Um, yes and no. I mean, Coca-Cola is big enough in everywhere around the world, and definitely in Latin America and South America, that she could do it with Coke. But perhaps not Coca-Cola alone. Perhaps she would need a local exp local sponsors as well, right? Well, Augustine, is Diet Coke specifically popular in the Latin American countries? Because that is what's sponsoring her. Yeah, it's the same company as Coca-Cola, minor difference, but... 
well, it is in fact Diet Coke sponsoring the tour. Well, yeah, well, she, yeah, it, it, Diet Coke is, you can get Diet Coke in, in Latin America, if that's a question. Uh, uh, I oh, don't I know, know you can a... get it, but is it popular? Mm, it's popular in the sense of it's available. I don't know if, uh, if we're talking economics, I, I couldn't tell you whether it's more popular or less popular than regular Coke. I can tell you that there's uh, all kinds of uh, Coke in South America and Latin America as well. But uh, whether or not they have the economic power to, to fund a concert, uh, I'm not sure. Well, that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. Mm -hmm. So sponsorship is just one of the difficulties that um, comes with touring Latin America. That was all I was pointing out in that no, discussion, really. That's fine, really. that's and, fine. and you're right, and you are correct. Promotion is one of the things. And in order for to achieve promotion, we need people that are interested, and we need uh, professional people that that go, hey, I just went to a Taylor Swift concert. It was fantastic. How come we don't have that down in South America, you know? So it's also important the fact that she's growing up and her tours and her concerts are, are having this feel more of concerts that I mean, she still does uh, the ones that had that look like a, a piece of a of a theater, right? But at the same time, they're more artistic. They're less. Uh, they're they're more geared to uh, to everyone rather than just oh, this is just for the kids. That's it. No, this is now geared for everyone. Everyone can enjoy this performance. They can be dazzled by the uh, by the array of, of of everything and you can see oh my god we have to bring this down to south america that's what we we need more promoters that become enthusiastic about that okay that's a fair point then mm -hmm. also is that you need people to say let's do it yeah more people than just fans because obviously fans are asking for it they're craving it for it they're begging for it yeah uh and there's a point there that i want to make but i don't know if i'm going to go off the rails so i'm going to have to put adam al already on tackle mode there <laughs> i gotta tackle you again uh it might well, what's the point you were gonna make <laughs> the point i'm going to make and uh, it's something that i'm not holding swiftest because they do this i understand why but the idea of just spamming the uh, members of the agency and the family of the agency, and even me for some reason. Me. I, uh, yeah, and, you and too. <laughs> and you too. About, oh, go to Brazil, go to Brazil, go to Brazil, go to Mexico, go to Argentina, Chile, Peru. It's fine, but you're directing your energy towards the wrong person. <laughs> kind of thing that's one thing you don't want to be become you know that annoying little kid hey, i need to open my presence kind of now uh you want to direct a little more uh the energy towards uh, i don't I, I i i know that taylor nation at some point yeah if if you spam some person with the same messages for 32 and i know you're spamming because you're going one two, three, <laughs> four. You've seen that, right? And I've yeah. seen that because I know that other people that I respect also do that when they want to put that something on the on on the trends. But <clears throat> you want to be careful if uh, not to annoy or not to become, you know, a pest to uh, to people that are con not only are connected to Taylor, but at the same time, a explicitly uh, the agency is not going to come over and say, oh, my God, this Brazilian. So. We should they go have, there. They no, have no say work. in that. I mean, things like this they don't. <laughs> tour is planned well, like a year in advance or more. So spamming yep. an, a, a band member to get mm -hmm. them to come there isn't going to make them come there. And no, I really, but I, understand. I do sympathize. I understand. Yes. I'm going to sound like I don't. I really, really do. Yeah, me too. But, me yeah. too. But at the same time, although you understand the feeling, it's like, yeah, but you not only is you're going around the wrong way, they might not be very inclined to your cause after this. <laughs> That's the one. And the other one is like, either way, they don't have any say in the, in yeah. the, in the decision. So right? in a nutshell, direct yeah. your efforts towards the proper channels, the ones that actually have authority and mm -hmm. the say to potentially bring Taylor to your country. But is I think it's also important yeah. to point out that most of the important people who you would direct it at are not on Twitter. So Correct. spamming it on Twitter probably not gonna get what you want no just, and perhaps and perhaps they do have a uh, better ways to do it in the in the sense of there are more creative ways to get taylor to come to south america like 
you do videos on YouTube. Everybody can watch a video on YouTube. Hey, look at this video on YouTube. If it becomes a, a thing, then it was like, oh, my God. Hey, Taylor, you got to check out this video. You know, it's mm -hmm. cute. It has some cats in it. You know what Taylor likes? It's not very hard to get her attention. No, you need a cat, a guitar, <laughs> anyway. Right, no, put cats in there, and then she's like, oh, yeah, South America's cool. There you go. They have cats. I, so yeah. so I, don't, I don't want to get too luxury um, yes. mm -hmm. here. You know, so I don't want to necessarily beat that to death. But Do I have to tackle like, you? It's like Do you I... said in a nutshell, just direct the efforts towards, okay. um, you know, the proper outlets, mm -hmm. not towards the agency and, and people yeah. like that. And so – do you have any last thoughts before we like kind of wrap it up? Is there anything we haven't hit on that, that maybe you approached in your blog? Uh, I know you were starting to get at, yeah, you know, I know, the, I know the, how difficult it is to travel to other countries. And I yep. think that's a very fair point. It's a fair point, um, but at the same time, I don't want you to do it. I don't want to make it feel like uh, do it because you feel sorry for us. That's not the point of, of that at all. Uh, the point is, it's harder for us to travel somewhere else. If not, we would be there. Literally, that's what I mean to say. If it will okay. be easier for Latin Americans to actually see Taylor Swift in the sense of, oh, we are just going to go over to this country right next door and see you, we will be there already. And as a matter of fact, there's a, a lot of uh, people from South America that have seen her, mine, me included, you know. But uh, what I mean is, uh, yeah, it's uh, we want to be not the exception to the rule, and we are not the exception to the rule. There's a very large majority of uh, of Latin American people that have managed through effort and to 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 actually see her, uh, but the great majority hasn't. And we, the ones that have seen, and me, the, the lucky person that has actually even met her, I want to share her with my country. I want her to bring, I, I want that joy, that that uh, moment in time in which, in which the Taylor concert is about to start and you know that just for a few moments you're going to be in your favorite place in the world. I want you to have that. I really want you to do that. So to do that, if you could just, the easiest way, I know it's not an easy way, I know it requires a lot of steps and a lot of promotion and a lot of planning, and that's the reason why I'm going to say something that, that actually a lot of Latin Americans are not going to like, which is the reason why we might not be in this tour, guys, I'm sorry, but it, we might not. We have to keep our hopes up for the next one, and we have to get more creative for the next one, and we have to put ourselves out there. Not so much push ourselves out there, but just put, you know, create projects. That's always fine. Videos, that's uh, amazing. Websites and uh, demonstrate. Well, I'm not going to go demonstrations. I brought a story. <laughs> I know we probably are a little too good at that, but I'm trying. I'm, <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, what I mean to say is we have to uh, we in order for us to bring Taylor over here, we have to make her want it so much that the next time she will be here. Right. And we also have to make everyone that actually is in charge of those big stadiums to know, you know what? I have someone that can fill that stadium and you put those tickets out and within 30 minutes or Classically, in 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> 59 seconds like that, the uh, the legendary uh, sale in uh, in Madison Square Garden that time, uh, she will sell out your stadium. Awesome. And well, Augustine, I really appreciate you joining us for this conversation because we definitely couldn't have done it without you, and I learned quite a bit from you. I did too. Me too. That's awesome. Yeah, and so as if you weren't, you uh, uh, beca because we haven't heard enough from you this episode, I figured since you're our guest, you could do the honor of giving us our first mini-segment submission as we move on with the episode here. That's fine. Uh, I'll be delighted. Thank you for having me, guys, by the way. Uh, so, uh, we're going to go into, you know, you're a Swifty one. Oh, wait, real quick. Oh, sorry, Augustine. I, I did also want to point out that sure. in our uh, show notes for this episode, taylortalk.org slash episode 123, we're going to link to Augustine's blog post about this topic of discussion. So you guys can read it if you haven't already, because it inspired this entire discussion. So it's really definitely worth a read if you haven't checked it out yet. So, And, and of course, well you can written. check out the swiftagency.com and scroll down, and it, it's a few 
post down, depending on when you're listening to this episode. Yeah, I guess you can check out my blog if you want. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, you can. Thank you very much, Adam. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I interrupted you. As, no as you were. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, you know you're a Swifty when? Uh, so you know you're a Swifty uh, when you try to listen to Taylor Swift music at night? But it keeps you awake because you get too emotional. <laughs> and this comes no. from Lena via email. Yeah. Uh, and something I liked about that email, which, Augustine, I don't know if you picked it up as you were reading, because uh, is in a previous episode we were discussing the whole IE versus Y debate. Oh, yeah, I saw the comment. I don't know if I, you wanted me to read that. Uh... <laughs> it, it's fine. It was just I'm explaining it to you because I wasn't sure if you were familiar with, with yes. our discussion on that particular episode. I don't even remember which it was. Yeah, no, I, but, but I've heard uh, that one. <laughs> we were talking about that debate because so many people are passionate about IE versus Y, and we're just like, oh, let's just spell it IEY. Then it makes everybody happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw that. I saw that. I guess so. Um, yeah, I've heard people saying, well, it's a Swifty because it's cuter with the IE rather than with the Y. It's too sudden. And I'm like, perhaps that you are kind of like picking a straws at that point. Well, either way, <laughs> Lena like... there spelled it uh, Swifty with an IEY to make everybody happy. Thank you, Lena, for your email. All right. Our next mini segment comes from Never Ever 1313 via Twitter. And they say, you know you're Swifty when you get Adam Stump the host question about Taylor dressing like a tick right. That's cool. You I are a smart person. Oh, you had to stump the question about that? I, I actually stumped everybody, Augustine. This was my question. Nobody knew it. And obviously, you know the answer now. But I uh, asked uh, what uh, what little critter Taylor dressed as uh, when she came oh, out at a Brad Paisley concert to prank but, him. And the answer. Yeah, but that's, the, that's a sly way to actually put it, right? If you had said tick, you could actually make the relationship to Brad Paisley quicker. Oh, well... I don't know. We yeah, I said that wrong. to Adam. I was like, wait, did you say Brad Paisley? Because I should have gotten that because he sings a song about ticks. Yeah. Augustine, would you have gotten that right? Yeah, well, and also Kelly Pickler also stressed as a tick for that one, right? She there's did. She came out uh -huh. with Taylor. He yeah, there's stuff. a picture of them, of them uh, like, <laughs> the two the two ticks right next to Brad Paisley going, huh? Ticks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on I the last show, I did not know what a tick was, and then a few f people sent me pictures of ticks. Oh, yeah, thank you for that. Um, now I know. <laughs> now you can stop sending her pictures. <laughs> They're not the most attractive of uh, creatures on this planet, unless it's Taylor dress up as a tick. Right. Then it's a lovely tick. Yes. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Enough TikTok. That was good. That was good. That was good. That wasn't even on purpose. I was thinking that? TikTok in the sense of Taylor talk, TikTok, but then it was like TikTok like a clock. But anyway, Sammy, what's the next one? <laughs> this is from Swift Loves You on Twitter. You know you're Swifty when you hear a Taylor song at a restaurant and you refuse to leave until it's over. Yeah. Guilty. Yep. Yeah, I do that also. If uh, Have you ever done that when you're in a car and you're like, yep, oh, I do that okay, all the time. I, I have to wait until it's over so I can get off the car. Even yes. if it's a song you've heard like a thousand times, even if the radio is playing our song, like you just you can't get out of the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens to me at a store usually because, yeah, I don't know. I haven't owned a car in a while. But at a store, it's like, oh, they're playing Taylor Swift. Okay, I'm going to browse this again just a little second. <laughs> hey, we have to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, just give me a second. It's not because of the Taylor Swift song, right? No. Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> Your friends can tell. <laughs> You're a Taylor Swift. That's another one. <laughs> they know you. They know you all too well, Augustine. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yes. <Worm shot. laughs> okay, next one. Rachel texted us, sent us a text message, and said, You know you're a Swifty when you make a poster for a Demi Lovato concert, and everyone thinks it's amazing. But you know it's not your best work, because at a Taylor concert, it's only an 8 out of 13. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> wow. I, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of sad that Steve isn't here for that one, because he, he loves loves talking about how amazing the posters are. At I want to different... see a photo of this poster. Can Rachel, can you like send us the photo? Because I want to see it. I'm sure it's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, that's why I want to see it. Just sure to prove awesome. that it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps, perhaps. Augustine? Yeah, oh, yep, my turn. Uh, this is from D-N-A-R-A-S-K-Y. Uh, 
Nor- 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 Noroski. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Noroski. Well, uh, tail, uh, in directed via Twitter to Taylor Talk, you know you're a Swifty when you're in class at school. Well, you obviously have to be in class at school. And a Taylor reference pops up. Then your BFF gives you the look. <laughs> the look. The look, oh, you like know. you're gonna say look. something. You're gonna do something weird now. Or is that it? <laughs> no, I think it's just because you both know that. Oh, it's a Taylor reference. I just um, thought. This... Actually, I just thought of one myself. <laughs> <laughs> you're silly. Yeah, I just thought it, it, that happens to me at work. It's a uh, like you know you're. I'm gonna say it. You know you're a Swifty when a when when a colleague at work comes over and and and. And he says, hey, did you know that Taylor Swift? And you just give him a look and he goes, you know already, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Submitted by Augustine from the SwiftAgency.com. There you That's go. Funny. All right, the next one comes from at, at fearless underscore shin 13 via Twitter. And they say, you know you're Swifty when you sing Taylor songs and talk about her so much that you turn your sister into a Swifty. Yeah. Score. Nice. That most, has not happened to me yet. No, most <laughs> times I just make people not want to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that reminds me of? Is uh, actually Michelle, who's been on the show, how uh, when she came on for the first time, she told her sister about it, and her sister listened to the episode originally, I believe, to tease Michelle about appearing on Taylor Talk, and then all of a sudden she became a listener out of it. <laughs> yeah, so if she's listening, <laughs> hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. Hey. Well, she's probably she probably like stopped listening. She's like, oh, now that my big sister's not on. <laughs> well, she's gonna stop we'll listening if you're anything. going to mock her voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sammy, what's the last one we got? If Swifties ruled the world, iPods would have the Taylor Swift logo, the original one, not the red one, carved uh-huh. on the side, and that's from Kelly via text message. That'd be cool. That would be cool. And you know what that reminds me of is several years back, there actually was a special edition iPod with U2 um, with their logo engraved on the back of it. And the iPod itself was red and black, which is strangely fitting for Taylor now. Um, And there was also a Hogwarts run, a Hogwarts one. That was hard to say. (laughs) Uh, With the Hogwarts uh, logo uh, engraved on the back of it. Oh. So Apple has actually done that before, although if you've read the Steve Jobs biography, Steve Jobs, for those who don't know, being the founder and CEO of Apple, uh, in his biography, he actually got in a fight with Bono over the U2 one. I don't remember the details of it because I read the book like over a year ago, but there was some sort of dispute where Bono wanted to do it his way. And Steve Jobs is like, no. (laughs) Anyway, thank you to everybody who sent those in. Keep them coming for future episodes. We appreciate them. Now, before we wrap up, we have one more little segment to get to. What are Swifties listening to? Scarlett emailed us and suggested that Swifties listen to You Sound Good to Me by Lucy Hale. I'm clapping because I love this song. Yeah, I actually um, heard this song for the first time today, and I didn't know that she could sing. Yeah, she she has an album coming out. It comes out on July 6th. No, June 6th. June 6th. It's right before CMA Fest. Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, you both seem to love it. I'll, I'll have to check this song out. Uh, and for those who don't know, Lucy recording. Hale is on Pretty Little Liars on ABC Family. Yes, she also acts as well as sings. So she's like Taylor. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she came. <laughs> but she, she was comes an from the other first. way, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if she's okay. an actress. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, thank you, Scarlett, for the suggestion. I'll definitely check it out when I get a chance. I appreciate that. Same here. Thank now, you. remember, guys, you can all submit to any of these segments and, and give us general feedback as well. There's a variety of ways to do so. You can email us, taylortalk at taylorswift13.org. You can tweet us, Facebook us, Taylor Connect us, or ask us a question on AskFM. All of those are the same username, taylortalk13. You can text us or leave us a voicemail to area code 240 31 swift and of course if you don't want to incur those long distance international rates and you're not in the u.s or canada you can leave us a voicemail directly on the website taylortalk.org and if you forgot any of that taylortalk.org slash contact has every single contact method listed there and again thank you to our good friend augustine from the swiftagency.com for joining us for this awesome discussion regarding your blog post thank you very much guys i appreciate it Mm -hmm. We're Thank definitely going to link to it um, 
you know, that way people can find it easier. So taylortalk.org slash episode 123, it'll be linked to there. So that way if people are listening to this episode, you know, a year from now, uh, they'll have an easy way of finding it because I, I would imagine at the rate you blog a year from now, it won't be on your homepage anymore. <laughs> Probably. It's not on my homepage anymore now. <laughs> but I anyway. was just say that. <laughs> okay, in that case, taylortalk.org slash episode 123. We'll link to it there. Definitely give it a read. Um, And then, finally... Are you interrupting me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she well, is. Because Go. it's your birthday on Friday, and I just wanted to remind people that if they want to wish you a good day, they can do that via Twitter at Adam Bromberg. Maybe we oh, can get so happy birthday Adam trending. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? Is they could leave voicemails of, the, of singing happy birthday to Adam. There you go. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, gosh, please don't. Um, but Sammy, do you know what's funny is yeah. happy birthday Adam was trending once, but it wasn't my birthday and it wasn't me. Oh. oh. Well, then maybe we can get it more accurate. If I remember correctly, it was uh, Adam Levine. Oh, the other Adam. Yeah, personally, I think my birthday is more trend-worthy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who, Adam Levine, who is he anyway? <laughs> Who's Ew. Adam Levine anyway? Ew. Ew. <laughs> but thank you, Diane. My birthday is Friday, That's a March joke. 7th. And I, I'm, very, I'm very happy about uh, my birthday because it's a free day off of work for me. <laughs> you get a three-day weekend. Three-day nice. weekend. Why are we talking Woo. about this? So thank you to everyone who tuned in and listened to this episode. It's time to say goodbye over an hour later. This was a long one, but it was a good one, and I appreciate you all sticking around for it. So for now, this has been episode 123. I'm Adam. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Augustine. Sam, have a great week, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.